This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. June 18, 1992. In an 8-1 ruling, the U.S. Supreme Court has upheld California's Proposition 13, the 1978 initiative that capped property taxes, forced massive cuts to government spending, and spawned the taxpayer revolt of the 1980s. It was the end of 14 years of legal challenges to Prop 13. Really, it was the end of all challenges. For 40 years, Proposition 13 has been untouchable the third rail of California politics. It grew out of taxpayer anger in the 1970s. The California real estate boom, which, as you might have heard, is still happening, caused property taxes to rise sharply as property values did. There were horror stories of older homeowners being forced to sell their houses because they couldn't afford to pay their taxes. Anti-tax crusaders Howard Jarvis and Paul Gann had been working separately But they teamed up on this, and they gathered more than twice the necessary signatures to get it on the ballot. It passed overwhelmingly in June of 1978. Proposition 13 rolled back property valuations, both commercial and residential, to the level they were at in March 1975. It capped property taxes at 1%, and it limited increases to 2% per year but only for property that had been bought before Prop 13 went into effect. What that meant was that if you bought a house in 1979 or later, you might be paying three or four times the property tax of your neighbor, who'd bought a similar house for a similar price before Prop 13 passed. That's what happened to a Los Angeles lawyer named Stephanie Nordlinger. She was paying $1,700 in property taxes while her neighbors, in similar houses bought before Prop 13, were paying closer to $400. So she sued the county assessor, charging that she was being denied equal protection under the law, a violation of the Constitution. That was the case that ended up at the Supreme Court. The immediate effect of Prop 13 was devastating on local governments. Police, fire, libraries all had their budgets slashed. Public school funding was cut sharply. California had long been a leader in per-student spending. It's lagged well behind national averages ever since. Critics of Prop 13 argue that it's contributed to California's growing wealth inequality. Local governments adjusted to the loss of property tax revenues by relying more heavily on state funding, but also by raising other taxes, like sales taxes, which have gone way up since 1978 in most California cities. Still, Proposition 13 remains popular, which is why it's been untouchable politically. The nonpartisan Public Policy Institute of California's surveys show that 65% of likely voters believe the measure has been mostly a good thing for the state. The law also says that any new state tax increase needs two-thirds approval in the legislature, and any new special tax levied by a local government needs two-thirds approval of voters, 
Those provisions are less popular than the law overall, but they still enjoy wide support. But there may be some cracks at the edges. A provision that allows homeowners to pass their homes to their heirs without a reassessment being triggered has come under fire. There's a proposal to reassess business property every three years. Business property typically changes hands less often than residential property. That'll be on the ballot in November 2020. It'll be the first proposed change in commercial property taxes to qualify for the ballot since Prop 13 passed. And when he took office earlier this year, Governor Gavin Newsom said everything was on the table, including Proposition 13. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.